0: On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This This is Newstalk. And that gambling report is on the front of the Irish Examiner. More than a quarter of 16 year old boys gamble for money. Uh, They're gambling for money, and many of them are struggling to control it, feel they need to bet more money, or are lying about how much they are gambling. That's quite a scary figure. One in four 16 year old boys gambling. Uh, It's according to a survey of almost 2000 Irish 16 year old boys and girls collected through the European School Survey on alcohol and other drugs. And the survey examines whether teenagers are using slot machines, playing cards, lotteries, scratch cards or bingo or betting on sports or animals. And 23% of 16 year olds here reported gambling for money in the previous year, higher for boys than girls. More than 10% of them experienced excessive betting, while almost 6% met the criteria. For problem gambling, and this is when they're 16. I mean, if that continues on to their adult life, uh, they're heading down a very, very rocky road. As uh, so that's on the front of the examiner, we'll have more on that on News Talk Breakfast this morning. RTE is on a lot of the front pages for various different reasons. It's on the front of the Examiner. Vradker RTE must prove it deserves a bailout. As uh, so they're looking for fifty-five million euro bailout. Uh, But they have to prove whether they deserve it or not, according to the Taoiseach. The state broadcaster has been plunged into a financial crisis. More than 131,000 households are expected to avoid paying the TV licence this year. So they're down a lot of money. They're down 21 million euro. That's what they expect to be down because of people not paying the TV licence. And then separately, they need €34 million in interim funding from the government. And Leo Varadkar is saying, prove that you deserve this bailout from the government. Ortiz is also in the front of the Irish Independent. The staff are furious, apparently. The reason being, they're raging because it emerged that Ortiz's top executives' pay rose by 10% last year while the broadcaster recorded a €2.8 million deficit. So the former executive team took a 10% pay cut in 2020, but that was actually reversed at the end of August last year. The pay cut had been an interim cost-cutting measure, but staff say they didn't know that the cut had been temporary, and they're furious that the top brass there got pay rises last year. Uh, That's the front of the Irish Daily Mail. Cabinet alarm at slow pace of reform at RTE. There's alarm within government at the scale of the bailout requested by RTE and the pace of reform. And there is deepening concern over the drop in numbers paying the TV licence. I presume some people are getting the licence renewal in the post and just throwing it in the bin. Others are paying it, uh, but a lot of people certainly aren't. Now, RT separately is on the front pages because of Ryan Tuberty. The Irish Daily Mirror tubs and downs. Ryan Tuberty hinted at a big money move to Britain yesterday as his old employer's held out the begging bowls. So the Mirror reports that Ortiz' licence fee revenue could fall by €21 million. Euro. But then it also says that Ryan Tuberty popped up on Chris Evans' show on Virgin Radio in London, joking he was checking local property prices. And you would wonder why Chris Evans would have him on his show Um, you. I presume he's not a household name in the UK, so there's some reason that Virgin had him on the radio doing an interview yesterday, you would imagine. The Irish son, Evans and Hell, Ryan Tubberty made his radio comeback yesterday, with Chris Evans asking him when he's joining him on Virgin Radio. Uh Chris Evans says Ryan Tuberdy's window shopping for jobs in London. ...after his axe and then the hell bit of the headline is about Ortiz Hole in its finances. The Irish Times, uh, we saw a bit of this in the Sunday papers, it's confirmed now that the operator of Dublin Airport, the DAA, has been told its bid to buy land between the airport runways is not acceptable and therefore rejected. So, brothers Ulick and Des McAvady and three co-owners put the land up for sale in May. They want to get about €210 million or even more from the property. It's in the middle of the airport grounds. Obviously, the DAA uh, were trying to buy that land, but... Uh, that bid has been rejected. Apparently the DAA were offering 75 million euro, so far short of the 210 million or more that it's hoped the land would get. So now the question will be, what happens to the land and what will the airport do about it? Now, inside the Irish Independent, we've more on uh, the poor girl who lost her life in the drowning in Cork earlier this week. And she would have celebrated her eighth birthday today, with her twin brother. Just the most horrific story. Emily Roman was swept out to sea at around half four on Tuesday afternoon while swimming at Fountainstown Beach. Her body later recovered by a member of the public along with the local RNLI lifeboat crew. Uh, and it's understood that her twin, according to the Irish Independent, was on the beach when Emily got into difficulty and her father was there as well. She was a second class pupil at Temple Breedy National School. In Cork, her death notice describes her as the darling daughter of her parents and a dear sister as well. Her funeral will take place um, on Saturday in Carrigaline. But just to think of that, you know, the family should have been preparing for a birthday party for their eight-year-old daughter. And instead, they're now planning a funeral. It's an awful story. Uh, And I didn't know that she was a twin as well. She had a twin brother. Now, the Irish Independent, staying with that paper, shows that it's never Too late and age is only a number, Maynooth University has conferred one of the oldest ever graduates in Ireland. Phil Devitt has received a BA from Maynooth Yesterday, and she's 86 years young. Miss David was awarded a BA in Community Studies, surrounded by her family, friends, and course lecturers at the event. And uh, she opted for a degree some years ago. Four years of study, she travelled and worked with her husband of 56 years, and said her motivation to apply for university came after her husband died. 6 years ago she says my life took a different path i was living alone decided to go to manuth meet new friends and go out of my comfort zone. Isn't that incredible? 86 years of age, getting a degree. Uh, Congratulations to Phil Devitt. More about that in the Irish Independent. The Irish Times looks at the Dublin Marathon, and we have four participants in the marathon who've registered to run in the new non-binary category, and their chances of getting a prize, I'll tell you. A spokesperson said there would be medals and prizes for the first three to complete the race in that category. So we four in the non-binary section the first three get prizes. Unfortunately, one of them won't get a prize and the prizes will be on par with other subcategory prizes like those for the master age categories. That's for the over 35s. I don't love that when you're 35 or over, you're classed as a master. But anyway, if you win in the non-binary section, you get hundred euros euro. Second gets €125, third gets €100, euro, and unfortunately for the fourth person, they'll get absolutely nothing. That's in the Irish Times this morning final story comes from the Times of London I think we all probably know of this but there's more evidence of it how our gadgets are spying on us in the house, The Times of London says the next time you unload your high-tech washing machine, it won't be just the clothes that have been rinsed, consumers are being cleaned out of their personal data through modern home devices, which has concluded that smart speakers, I have one of those, a smart doorbell, I have one of those, have a smart TV, have a smart washing machine, they're all invading our privacy by collecting more data than is needed and which is calling them spies in the home. Firms should not be collecting more data than they need, according to which. Uh, And apparently a third of people didn't read the privacy policies that came with these products, where it probably all says it in it, what it's doing. So just be aware of that. We had a thing the other day, there was someone over in the house, and whatever conversation we were having, uh, the Google Home started shouting out answers to us about it without saying the word Google. So they're definitely listening. Anyway, those are the stories making the headlines